This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Accidents happen, and when they do, you'll want a lawyer who will stand up to the insurance company and fight for your rights. In case of emergency, have this name in your back pocket. Goldfinger. Brian Goldfinger. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Loom, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors took down the Atlanta Hawks by a score of 106 to 90 on Tuesday night at the Air Canada Center. It was honestly like this was very similar to that that Hornets game. Like the Raptors really couldn't get their three ball dropping, and so they couldn't pull ahead. Um, it's tough to do so when you're shooting 10 of 36 from deep in a they're now a combined 32 of 110 from the last three games from beyond the arc. Um, and so the Raptors needed to rely on their defense to win this game, and their defense was not quite there. Um, it wasn't like the Hawks uh, were playing great offense. It was just very sloppy from both teams. Um, the Hawks getting offensive rebounds, Raptors turning the ball over. Um, but, you know, when it came down to crunch time, the Raptors held the Hawks to just 13 points in the fourth quarter, outscoring them by a margin of 30-13 to 13 to come away with the win. Um, as you can tell by that, you know, fourth quarter, the Raptors uh, didn't really pull away in the first three quarters. There was a lot of, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just a lot of malaise, a lot of, like, just a lack of respect to the opponent. And, you know, a lot of that comes... I mean, look, a lot of that is just the fact that, look, this is, what, game 63 of the season, and, like, the Raptors, uh, not that they're comfortably in first, obviously, they're they're still right there with Boston, but, like, you know, they've already beaten the Hawks three times this year, so all they really wanted to do was just come in and give it a decent effort and, and do basically the bare minimum to get these wins, just like, um, you know, that game against Detroit and the same thing against the game uh, in Orlando and and um, in, in Charlotte. Like, you know, like it probably will eventually come back to bite the Raptors one, once or twice um, when they lollygag and one of these teams actually take it. But at the same time, like, they're going to get the win, right? These teams are so bad. Like, you look at the Hawks. They're really competing for the worst record in the league. They're clearly tanking, um, and, like, what do they really have to play for? Like, it's just a pride thing for them at this point, right? Like, maybe show some face, maybe get some big numbers and get a, another contract, but, like, they really have nothing really to play for, and so it's pretty much comes down to whenever the Raptors want to take it seriously, they're going to win. Um, early in this game, uh, the Raptors were just honestly like for the first like three quarters it was like the Raptors were really wrapped up in talking to the officials and that's not a surprise like um, Tony Brothers is uh known to do that known to draw that kind of reaction and especially from the Raptors um, Tony Brothers is uh clearly not one of their favorites uh it seems like a problem every single time when him and his crew officiate a Raptors game but uh 
especially Lowry and DeRozan. I mean, they just really took a lot of issue with how inconsistent some of the calls were. Um, you know, like, DeMar at least kind of persevered through it, and DeMar is a player that kind of lives and thrives off contact, so um, it's it's not a surprise that he was able to get through. Although Kyle, I mean, like, man, really struggled four points on two of six shooting from the field, 0 of four from deep, no free throws. Um, he was not good in this game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just Kyle and DeMar, it was just like they're almost like distracted from the game itself. They don't really care about the game itself. They just want to, I don't know, prove a point. Even after they make baskets, they're looking at the ref instead of, like, you know, getting back on defense or, like, looking at the opposing team even. Like, if you're going to taunt anybody, why are you taunting the ref? It's just, it's just weird to me that they would do that. Um, but, I mean, then again, the strategy also kind of paid off because what the Hawks were doing basically were just – they were sealing off the paint, forcing the Raptors to hit threes, and Raptors shooting 10 or 36 from deep. That makes It's a good strategy. Uh, it's just that the Raptors are also able to get inside and get all these foul calls. And in the uh, third quarter alone, the Raptors shot 16 free throws. The Raptors shot 33 free throws overall on the night. Um, and a lot of that just came down to DeMar and Kyle kind of wearing these refs thin, and eventually in the third quarter – they started calling that shit. Um, you know, Kyle took a tech. Uh, DeMar took a tech. Kyle took a flagrant for fouling Torian Prince and then complained about it, even though that was clearly a flagrant. No, it was a John Collins he fouled, um, who was very nice. I, li- I like him. But, yeah, it was just they, these guys were just unfocused. But, you know, third quarter comes out. DeMar starts going heavily towards the basket, trying to spark the team. Lowry getting a reverse layup, too, actually, in that stretch. But mostly DeMar trying to spark the team. And he, he went to the line seven times in that quarter by himself, uh, got a couple baskets. Um, to be honest, like, nobody on the Hawks can guard him. Like, <laughs> like what are you really going to throw on him? Like, Kemp Bazemore, like, all right, cool. It's not like you can't solve Kemp Bazemore. He's just super jumpy. Not very disciplined as a defender, and and Demar was able to get him in the air a lot of times, get guys like Tyler Dorsey in the air a couple times. I mean, just Demar was having his way, and and the other guy that was having his way was uh, JV because you know the Raptors need to play inside a little bit more because their outside shot wasn't going. And JV um, didn't shoot a great percentage, four of eleven. Um, part of that was because he missed two threes, but JV went to the line eight times and played a lot of bully ball and. Similar to DeMar, like, nobody on the Hawks could match up with him. Like, the Hawks' biggest dude is, uh, I mean, Deadman is a string bean. Um, Mascala is small. Plumlee is thick, but, like, not really much of a player. Uh, and then, you know, that's that's pretty much it. So, JV was able to get it going, especially against Deadman. Kind of uh, muscling his way in the paint and, uh, you know. When he, he did miss a shot around the rim, they, they would yell. The Raptors are very good at yelling for calls. Um, and, uh, yeah, JV also took seven free throws in that quarter. And just – it's nice to see JV balance out the offense a little bit because, you know, you know Ibaka, I mean, he's not really going to go to the rim. He tried to a couple times today. He kind of – he just his hands near the rim are just not good. Um, and, you know, Lowry was invisible all game. DeRozan obviously went to the basket. But, you know, like – they need someone to put pressure on the rim when their shots aren't falling, and uh, those two did that. But mostly this game came down to the fourth quarter where, um, you know, the Raptors like to do this. They kind of, like, throw the responsibility on the young guys to come in and supply the energy and, and completely jumpstart the team. And most of that comes down to Siakam and Pirtle, who, again, were fantastic. Um, they just continuously have these phenomenal games, and the bench was great, too. 
just as a whole, but um, especially those two, when they pick up the energy for the team, uh, it changes the game entirely. Siakam, eight points on four of seven shooting, two rebounds and assists. Uh, that hardly says what kind of energy and what kind of impact he had on this game. Same thing with Pirtle, six points, nine rebounds. Pirtle, at least you could see the fact that he was on the offensive glass and the Raptors did get a lot more shots in the opposition. Um, 17 offensive rebounds, leading to 88 field goal attempts, whereas the Hawks had uh, just 80 field goal attempts. Um, the Raptors also attended more free throws. Um, but just Siakam and Pirtle, like they're defensively, they're just really solid. I mean, they completely locked down the Hawks. Obviously, it's not much of an accomplishment to lock down the Hawks, but you know, they locked them down, and, and Siakam and Proto got a chance to close out this game. It wasn't a clutch game by any means, but, you know, they were able to, you know, finish it out. And they fully deserve it, man. They, they play really hard. They, they're they always out there making the right plays. They're very unselfish. They, they don't have an ego. Um, I mean, that can be said for the whole bench, you know, really. But, um, yeah, Proto and Siakam, they always come in and energize the team. And they're, they're always shut down defensively, especially when they're protecting the rim like they did today. Um, Pirtle with three blocks tonight. Um, so, good stuff, man. Good stuff on the Raptors. Um, you know, it took a while to get there, but uh, they, they got the result. They got the win. In terms of your three stars, first star, giving it to DeMar DeRozan, 25 points, three rebounds, four assists, uh, 12 of 14 shooting from the free throw line. He doesn't get to the free throw line as much this year, but um, when he does... Um, you know, when he wants to, basically, he gets there easily. And uh, the Hawks could not guard him at all tonight. Second star, giving that to uh, Jakob Pertl, six rebounds. Or, sorry, uh, six points, nine rebounds, like I said earlier. Uh, and then third star, I guess I'll give it to JV, 15.7 rebounds. Um, but pretty much the bench came in, took it seriously, uh, and they, they closed out the game. That's, uh, I don't know. I mean, how many times can I say that? It, it feels like that's a very common pattern for the Raptors this year. Uh, you know, and that's again what happened tonight. But um, yeah, I, I don't. I, there's not that much else to say about this game. Like this is just a random game against the Hawks. Like yeah, they were gonna win and then took care of business. Um, I think they're like a league best 27 and two against teams below 500 now, which is just wild. Um, but you know, if you if you're trying to get to 60 wins, and the Raptors just need to go 14 and five now to finish the season, which sounds a lot more reasonable than what they had to do before. Um, if you're gonna if you're gonna try to go for 60 wins, if you're gonna try to maintain the first seed, you need to beat up on these smaller comp- uh, these smaller uh, teams, and you need to do so while resting your players, and that's what the Raptors have consistently done, and that's one of the great benefits of the bench, man. It's a great one of the great benefits of having a young bench too, because you know these young guys, they they like to them, this is their first like true go around in the league in terms of like they're in the league, they're making an impact, they're doing things. They're making a name for themselves. They got to come out every single night and prove it. And they want to. And they're young enough and they're energetic enough that they can do it. And it helps the veterans because the veterans can just chill, you know. Like they just know that against, especially against these shittier teams, and sometimes even against the best teams, the bench will come in and pick up the energy and they will, you know, outrun the opponent. And um, that's pretty much what's happening on a nightly basis. So good job. Good job by the team overall. Good job by Dwayne Casey to find the right combinations to close the game. Uh, defensively, especially holding the Hawks to 90 points is is pretty good. It's pretty good, um, but of course it helps when the Hawks are also just throwing the ball around like idiots and having 21 uh, turnovers. But whatever, they don't want to win, they don't want to play. Who cares? Just walk away with a loss, and that's what happened. So, in terms of your Gerald Henderson Award, 
um, giving that to giving that to John Collins. Yeah, more than dunks. John Collins is a good finisher, man. He's, he's and you know defensively he's not quite there. He he needs to get better on that end. But as a finisher, um, he is fantastic. Um, he you know he's not just like a a dunker, but you know he can. Switch hands midair. Um, he's very powerful around the rim. He's very compact too. So like, if he jumps, like he's um, got a bit of that Donovan Mitchell quality, where he's just like a bowling ball, and he jumps at you, and he like knocks your his momentum, like somehow supersedes your momentum, even if you're a bigger player. And uh, I just like the way Collins plays, man. He's uh, he's tough to guard. He, he runs the floor really well too. So that's something for the Hawks to have. He might be their third score eventually, but uh, yeah, uh, this Hawks team is is putrid otherwise. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, I'm sorry that uh, y'all just wasted the last 12 minutes of your life listening to that shit, but uh, I feel more sorry that I had to watch this game, you know, live and then watch it again for the notes. So, yeah, there was, I mean, this is the most nondescript game of the year, pretty much. It's, uh, these things hardly matter, but the Raptors got the result, which is, you know, what we're here for. So, Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow uh, to recap the Raptors game against the Detroit Pistons.